Hello, you lovely people, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. This week, we are talking about something a little risque, a little new wave. We're talking about OnlyFans and seeking arrangements and just the progression of sexuality in today's culture. Honestly, I just want you to hear it, so let's go. (laughs) So, you want to be an It Girl? Oh my god, once again, I play the theme song and literally the first episode I ever recorded plays right after it because it's like in the queue. (laughs) The irony though is it's actually your friend, Cindy. It is, so it's totally fine. And (laughs) I love hearing her voice and she cracks me up. It's fine. Told you, part of my brand is a mess. Yeah. Sometimes not even the hot part. I love the mess though. I live for the hot girl mess. Not even like hot girl mess. By hot, I mean like sweating. I don't mean, like, hot girl. I mean, like, distressed. I think that's, like, the Jewish anxiety and, like, neuroticism in me that I'm just naturally no, sweaty all the okay, time. Okay, so I have that, too. We're the same. All right. <laughs> so Anyways. <bad>. Hi, <laughs> so guys. Welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Today, I am joined by Nicole. Hello, Levy. I said it right. Levy. Yes. Fuck. I knew I was going to fuck it up. Don't even worry. It oh, my God. It totally... I feel like my earliest memories are, like, correcting people on my last name. Oh, good. Or not correcting them because I was too And nervous. you just took it. Now you don't take it. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. You're like, no. Not I mean, in 2021. We just had this talk, and I'm like, oh, here, let me fuck it up again. <laughs> Anyways, um, so today, we are actually, I feel like, talking about a... How do you describe this topic? Like, what what do you say that th- this interest and passion is for you? Yeah, I mean, I would say... God, it's so many different broad topics that go into right. it. But I would say the main topic is sex education. Okay, yes. So, kind of, you know, just not penis and vagina sex <laughs> and, you know, whatever we learn in seventh grade with the birth video and oh all that traumatic stuff. You know, there's so much more that goes into it, especially these days with social media and with influencing right. and with people really wanting to put their face and their name out in public and mm-hmm. with such a broad platform to do that on, it can get a little bit scary. And right. so I think just having people kind of understand that when you put a name or a face online, mm-hmm. it's there forever. Right. And just kind of knowing the consequences and what could happen with in the long term. Exactly. Right. Okay. So give us some background. Um, how did you start to study, research, and like really care? Like what brought you into this topic? So if you can't already tell, I'm a very, you know, almost, I wouldn't say fully vulgar, but I can get pretty vulgar. No, we like that here. Yeah. And so, you know, I've just always been very open about sex. Um, I grew up in a, in Woodland Hills in the Valley. So not far from here, but you know, very white privileged middle-class background, Mm -hmm. but same idea as pretty much everyone across the United States where my sex education was Basic. Basic. Yeah, exactly. no, I feel the same. It's just very basic. And, you know, questions weren't really asked. And you kind of just had to figure it out for I yourself. I wouldn't even have known what to ask. Exactly. And so now, even now, to this day, like, 
young people will, and I'm young, I'm 23, so I don't know why I even said that. Oh, but like, I'm actually a grandma, I'm 25. <laughs> um, please. But like, I'll have like 18 year olds tell me things and I'm like, I don't even know what that is. No, I know. As a sex educator. So I'm like, that's concerning that we didn't right. learn basically half of what you need to know to be like a consensual, responsible Person? adult. Yeah, like just a being, a being, because you Literally know, not even being. just adults are having sex. Like we've gone, we've kind of gotten past the idea that abstinence is like the way to. Oh, things. thank God! I'm really glad too. Yes, clearly it doesn't work. I think that actually leads to the most risk, in my opinion. Hundred percent. You're just not telling people, but like, I mean, I totally feel the same. I, you know, grew up in a small, smallish middle city town. I don't know what you'd call New Mexico, Albuquerque area, but like, same thing. Like, very exactly. like basic sex education around pretty much all risque topics like it very very basic exactly and so you know I got to college and that's kind of where a lot of sexual experience comes about for people and I just you know found that I was I love sex I love talking about it and it's not just you know the idea like I said of regular old sexual intercourse but you know gender identity and being positive about your body and being okay with other people's bodies and Mm -hmm. not judging and accepting people. And maybe that's not your sexual preference, whatever that person may be, but not judging them for it and not putting them down because they're not your... Don't give a fuck. Like, literally, it doesn't bother me. And your own boat. (laughs) It's great because we're starting to move towards so much body positivity, which is amazing. And a lot more people are starting to kind of put it on social media, which is great. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that can also come at a price when certain risque things start to be put right. on there. And so sure. I feel like, you know, as technology becomes more advanced, mm-hmm. education has to like follow along with it. And we know that it doesn't go right. as fast as civilization develops. Oh my gosh. Like if I could trade one PSA about bullying for something about this, I would. Yeah. Like, no, I seriously, why did exactly. we have so many P- like PSA bullying like seminars in school? And it's like, no, really, you should have been telling me like, what is the internet? hundred percent. I think it's denial. And I think, you know, in a lot of my research, a lot of social institutions have a big impact on, you know, women not feeling good about themselves mm. and sexual abuse and domestic violence and human trafficking. Like it all ties into what we see on TV and what we mm-hmm. hear and what we read and how people treat each other online. You know, when I see influencers that have, you know, a ton of comments saying how beautiful they are. There's half as many comments, if not more, saying, you know, you're fat, you're a pig, you're a slut, you're a whore, you're this, you're this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it's, and it's like just a bikini photo. Yeah. Like, it's just basic. And like, so it's just a matter of like, I think getting people to understand that mm-hmm. being sexual isn't a bad thing and it doesn't make you a whore or a slut or whatever, but understanding and having an open mind and also just not being so judgmental about other people would kind of open the world up to a more honest discussion about sex and sex education. Like normalizing this is, but like it's happening, right? Am I, am I wrong? Like, no, it's occurring. You're a hundred percent right. I mean, I just saw today that there's 30 million people that have OnlyFans accounts. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of people. Hot topic. I think, 
I mean, I didn't know what OnlyFans was until this year. Did you? Right. Yeah. I mean, I would say or last year, 2020 <sighs> is when it really like yeah. became big for me. Like I had known about seeking arrangements mm-hmm. and more like sugar baby type right dating and like sexual things so like i feel like we had a moment in instagram where it shifted and like we had ass shots or maybe topless photos and that was just like for free like you just got it exactly and like we're for it i mean i'm for it i'm sure like who cares i love it and i love the normalization but like we were saying like Mm -hmm. i think all of this body positivity and normalizing sexuality comes at a price. Right. And that we can talk about later on comes with the price of, you know, how do people get into prostitution? How do people get into trafficking? How are people recruited? How are people, you know, kind of manipulated into these situations? And it all starts with this kind of idea of sex and right. how you are raised with it and so how you information about is it. key. Like, information is absolutely key, but not just information, the right information. Right. The okay. factual information, not abstinence is the way to go and right. here's sex. Cause we know now that with the LGBTQ community, there's so much more to it. We have social media where you can post photos of yourself um, in scantily clad clothing or post videos or, you know, whatever, send things whatever to people, you want, sex, do whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think people are forgetting that there are problems to this right. and there are consequences to this. Like, let's be about the positivity, but also be about like, hey, if you're doing this, I just want you to know. So you know what to watch out for. Exactly. Because, you know, human trafficking is something that happens in this country, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not just overseas. And same tactics that people use to manipulate dates or mm-hmm. girlfriends or significant others is manipulation. Right. And that's the same tactic used for traffickers to traffic their victims. Which is crazy. And it's like such a new idea and concept for me to, cause to be honest, like, even though like, I think I started to have an understanding that like, Oh, it actually does happen here. It's not just like foreign countries. The, the thing that is so shocking to me is like really how close you can be to it. And it's really scary because, you know, any sort of kind of transaction that mm-hmm. you have with another person regarding videos or what, whatever Snapchat, it may be, like foot pics oh my or, God. you know, like right. toe pics, nudes, anything, like you're having a transaction with this person and that is a form of prostitution. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it doesn't matter how OnlyFans or Seeking Arrangements or any of these websites sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, doing a transactional sort of wow business. And so I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's not prostitution. That's not nudity. That's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm being very careful and that's great. But are people being careful enough is my concern. Okay, great. Let's get into that. Like, it's kind of concerning because I've done my own research into OnlyFans and like, there's really not much you can find out about the company. Like, are there itself. rules when you sign There up? are rules. Okay. Um, so for those who don't know, OnlyFans is yes, great. basically a platform where you 
you can post kind you have a profile and you can post videos pictures whatever but people pay into your profile mm -hmm. so they pay a monthly subscription or i'm i'm not fully sure like access to your content access to your content right. exactly so that it's like instagram but you're paying for someone's right so like profile it leans to be more risque exactly but like this is just my dumb mind, so, like, could I just post pictures of me and Mickey Mouse on OnlyFans? Probably wouldn't do well, but, you like, could totally I do it? <laughs> no, like, I've heard plenty of influencers that, you know, to gain a following, like, said that they were going to post nudity or okay. sex tapes or whatever, and then it was a flu. Again, it is... A platform for people to, you know, have access to sexual things, which is great. And I don't think that's a problem. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is, first of all, like, it doesn't seem like the website really, like, takes responsibility. I think, you know, it is giving people the opportunity to explore their sexuality and to find what they enjoy and what they like. And if that kind of feeds into the influencer culture that we live in, where people want to show their bodies off that's fine but there i believe is sort of this pressure as women mm -hmm. to have this super sexualized persona now sure and so with only fans if you really do the research on it there's not much to know or to read about or i feel like learn. it's new it's very new and even if you were to look up scams or right issues issues that have happened with people there's not much that comes up and it's so, just a new site like it's, it's a new site right and i think a lot of people are kind of avoiding the main issues with it because it's a way to make money right and we're in a pandemic and we live in a gig economy where people uber and postmates and so mm. here's another way to make fast cash and pay for your rent and pay for your addictions and whatever else you might need to pay for you know right and if it means just posting a photo that's oh well if i post it i might as well get paid for it but you know i i was curious because of my line of work like this sounds like an easy kind of place for predators to meet up and find their next, you know, victim. Wow. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to like research this. I want to see, I want to really kind of dig in and find if these are things that are happening. And mm -hmm. obviously they're happening, but they're not being reported on or people right. aren't going, you know, to the authorities and telling them because it is so new and there aren't very many protections in place Right, like, what even are the... For, I don't even know what the rules are for nudity, like, posting on Instagram. Like, I have no idea. So, I actually... So, the one thing I did find was The Telegraph, which is um, a news publication in the UK. Okay. They did an article on OnlyFans and kind of how they found it to be a lot more sexually exploitative um, wow. than what people claim it to be. And for those who don't know, just exploitation is taking advantage of someone sexually, um, whether it be, you know, 
revenge porn or withholding their photos that they've sent wow, to you. Wow, like from like, sexting. Just like, it can be really simple. I think it was what you're trying to say. Like, I'm like, we could probably all on some level have this happen to us. Literally, you, me, anyone can have, I'm sure we all know someone that has had nudes leaked or right. sent to people that they didn't want it sent to or the friend of a friend. an ex threaten them with sending pictures and then actually did it. It right. happens. Um, but that's kind of the consequence of posting photos or giving people access to your private photos. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in this article is talking about how there was a person who had researched sex exploitation and sex work. It doesn't matter how OnlyFans sugarcoats their website or how they promote it or how people promote it. Mm-hmm. It is essentially another way to commercially exploit people. I mean, so an example was like they have a function called strip for tip. <gasps> and so during what? live video, the more money that the subscribers like donate or give to give this you. person, get yeah, not donate, give to this person, the more clothes they are required to take, take off. So I mean, you can you could cover up the words, make it nice terminology. Right. Say, like, it's just a nice, happy platform where great things happen. Where girls just make money. And, you know, girls are paying their rent and stuff, but there's still pornography being made. And then you have all these other young influencers telling them to do it and, you know, right. kind of inspiring them to be like... Yeah, just making own Making thing. their own and making I know. their own money. The and- number one thing I... So I've gotten super big into TikTok recently. It's like, if you're looking for your reason to make your OnlyFans, like, this is it. You, you know, I have no idea... Of- any of the strings that come with it or the or like you know who keeps that whatever you know like I know you send the photo to that person and it's a certain price and then they get the photo and it's like can you screenshot it and I was like regardless if they can or can not screenshot it your friend can grab their phone and take a picture of that picture there's always ways around it but OnlyFans you know claims to pride itself on having very strict policies regarding their subscribers and their people that make accounts. Mm -hmm. So they claim that, you know, it's very private to the individual. Okay. But obviously, like you said, people can figure out ways around that. Take a picture. And then there's been leaks. There has been leaks in, I believe, yeah, a four terabyte dump of videos and images was leaked online. Primarily of women who use the site to share... On OnlyFans, who share, you know, sexual, pornographic, intimate images. So they're not even, on top of all of that, they're not even getting the money for that leak. Like, so, and you have no control over what happened in that leak. So it's like, it's kind of like the casino in Vegas doesn't care about you know, if you're in debt. Exactly. Like, they're just going to do it. And what I like to say to people is what you put online, and we've heard this since we've started using technology, that Mm -hmm. what you put online is there forever. But what I like to tell people is, you know, put what you want, feel confident in your skin, but just remember that, you know, your body is your body. And if Kim Kardashian can't get her sex tape offline, there is no way that the average person is going to get their videos or photos offline. It takes everything. And there's so much 
like against people, you know, voicing their issues with putting their sexuality online because mm-hmm. sexuality is already so taboo. Right. And so they don't want to like reach out for help and these Photos are there forever. So I think my biggest position right now with sexual health and sexual education is just trying to, like, let people know, especially the young, easily influenced, you know, viewers on these Instagram and Snapchat and OnlyFans that they're... Are repercussions to your actions mm-hmm. and just kind of being aware of like ways in which to keep yourself protected and there are ways there really are I think you know a lot of people don't go into OnlyFans or seeking arrangements with this idea in their head that mm-hmm. trafficking could happen to them or right. that someone could scam them or that bad things can happen you know right. no one wants to think on that side of sure things. totally but I think it's important that people keep that in mind. Worst that could happen, probably some version of trafficking, where you didn't ask for this and you ended up here. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think it's a lot easier for people on, you know, seeking arrangements where you have more of a way to create a relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the biggest parts of trafficking is manipulating and kind of grooming this person into believing that they are loved once they are in that person's you know grip that person has the ability to do whatever they want and so people just need to keep in mind that you create these intimate relationships online but you don't necessarily know who these people are Mm -hmm. and it's easy to kind of you know be like it doesn't happen to me it doesn't happen here i'm safe but that's a really dangerous way of thinking because no one is safe, essentially. No. Especially in a world where there's predators online. That's their easiest ground for finding victims is mm-hmm. online. Oh, my God. I mean, plenty of places that are even easier to get to than the dark web, like mm-hmm. back pages, where that's... Or Craigslist, mm-hmm. even, where people are being sold or their services are being sold and it kind of goes under the radar. My biggest concern is not having people kind of blur the divide between being body positive and sex positive Mm -hmm. and being able to normalize, you know, just being a more sexual person with trafficking and pornography and doing things because you feel the pressure of society and not because you actually want to be doing how do you enter this world safely or like what are the red flags you need to be looking for like i think you know it's a world that's very complex and ever changing but Mm -hmm. i think the main thing that i've found as someone who has dealt with human trafficking victims and has worked with survivors of Mm -hmm. abuse of always knowing and having it in the back of your head that there are bad people out there Mm -hmm. and you know just keeping your information private i don't Mm -hmm. think that only fans are seeking arrangements kind of you know makes this a point Right, they're not trying to cause it to happen. They're not totally protecting you, but they're not causing it to happen. But, like, seeking arrangements, I guess, does kind of say, like, don't put your name, don't Mm. put, you know, your last name. But there's so many more things that people They could do more to protect you. Yeah, exactly. Like, people have told me, like... Because I decided to make one. I wanted to see... Sure, 
I fucking love that. You were like, yeah, why not? I'm, also, I was like, pay my rent. Yeah, no, I think, <laughs> pay my college I think stay. that's a huge thing too, is like people in our age range, I'm definitely going to say you have to be over 18. Like in some ways, it's like uh-huh. a fun fucking joke, but also like with a huge inch of seriousness, you're like, yeah, no, give me that sugar baby. Exactly. Give, pay my rent. Like, whatever. Give him my number. Like, you're kind of joking, but, like, there's a part of you that... And, like, I think that's the OnlyFans mentality, too. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make an OnlyFans. And it's like, yeah, girls do make good amount of money. All I am saying is, if you're doing this, be prepared and set your boundaries. Exactly. I feel like the boundaries is the main thing. Like, we love a strong woman in 2021 owning her body great but you know before I made mine I had a friend and he is a gay male be like oh my god be very careful and was telling me like you know don't post any photos that mm-hmm. are connected to your Instagram or your Facebook wow. or your social media because people can backtrace them mm-hmm. and find you through that. What is backtracing? Back, see, I'm not like a, I'm not a technology Me neither, but it's all. like they I can. I wish I was. They can somehow. We only need the basic bitch. Get <laughs> the data to that photo and mm-hmm. find your profiles. I wish it was so easy to like not have social media and to not have a phone that you aren't on the radar. Right. But, but that's not a thing. If if you have a social security number, you're on the radar. Which I also think is the point of seeking arrangements and OnlyFans that we're trying to make is that it's always going to be there on some level. And I think, you know, just letting people know, like, don't post your information. The scariest thing is I had a, I thought I was being so slick with my, you know, seeking arrangements. arrangements. And this one older man totally found me on Instagram and messaged me. And I was, I felt so violated. Like I really, and I knew that putting myself out there was going to do that and having my face out there and my name, not my name, like I had a username, but he still found me, you know? So clearly firsthand experience that there's, it's that easy. When there's a will, there's a way. Exactly. And so I think my biggest thing is like people can do what they want and normalizing your body is great and sexuality is amazing and we need to understand more of it. Mm-hmm. But just putting yourself out there without knowing, you know, what you're doing. Do your research. I also think as a society, we need to start having more laws in place for things like that. Yeah, and I think, but not even just that, because it starts with, like, I think it really starts with culture. Mm. And I feel like if we have all these people that normalize, you know, telling people that they're skanky or they're hoey for posting themselves or, you know, like... Just kind of making, especially women and young women, feel like they need to be so sexual with their body. Like, there's black and white. There's either you're a hoe or you're not. Yeah. Like, we're not saying don't do it. No, like, not at all. Like, you, you <laughs> fucking go me. for it. I have a seeking arrangements. Like, I have been all over the place with dating apps. And so just being one step ahead of people right. and just knowing that these are, you know, a lot of the people that subscribe to these young women online that are being sexual are going to be predators. My biggest thing is like sexuality is not going to stop. It's like the main thing you can do next that time sells. breathing and shitting yeah. and it sells. Exactly. It sells it's so not going to stop. But like I would really love for society to start to be more understanding and less judgmental about people's 
bodies and images and sexual preferences and right. identities and genders. You know, like if we weren't so divided on those things, mm-hmm. maybe we wouldn't have such an issue with young people being sexually curious and exploring their sexualities. If we had less pressure as a society to feel like we need to be more sexual or Mm -hmm. less sexual. I don't know. I just feel like we're evolving so quickly. The millennial generation is like very loud right now. Mm -hmm. Not in like the sense of volume. fucking should be. Exactly. But like just, you know, making their voices heard, making their opinions heard. And I think with social media, a lot of people feel like those opinions and voices are being pushed in other people's faces. And mm-hmm. so when things are being pushed in your face, like you don't want to hear it. You don't want to try and understand or educate yourself. And so, you know, sex has been taboo this whole time. And now adults are like, oh, you know, 18 year olds are posting pornography on their OnlyFans accounts. Like, shocking. Shocking. Like, what is that? I'm like, no, we saw this coming. If influencers want to be an influencer, that doesn't mean that you have to have an OnlyFans and post nudity or be scandalous. Mm -hmm. You could be an influencer for cooking or for mental health, you know? They're non-influencers. If you want to be an influencer because sex work is something that you do, that's fine too. Right. Just be aware that people that judge, there's people that do inappropriate things. There's And we're not saying it's fair. No. We're just saying it happens. It happens. And I think being educated and being aware is going to be way better in the long term for people than just pretending like it doesn't happen and swiping it under the rug. But the truth is, like, it could happen. So just knowing... That it could potentially happen is you're already ahead of the game. Exactly. And yeah. then you know what to do. Protecting yourself. Right. Just protect protect yourself. yourself. Because unfortunately, you know, as humans and especially as sex workers, as women, as minorities, we are not fully protected. Right. And like we're saying these sites should protect you more, like, or should give you more guidelines about what to do and what not to do. And it's like, Here's what you need to know to go into this successfully. And exactly. Fucking rock it. Like, we do not care. Rock it. Like, own it. Like, if you're going to be sexual, be sexual. If you're going to be modest, be modest. Mm-hmm. Like we said, you know, know the consequences. And mm-hmm. know that there are going to be people that are not cool, that are judgmental, that, you know, are just... And if you can do it, you can do it. You know, you can handle it. Go for it. You know, but, but like, if you can't, you know, keep you know, in mind that like your mental health is more important than gaining a following on OnlyFans right. or like making money. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you said that because like I do think about like oh people going into doing an OnlyFans mm-hmm. to get a following, not even to get money because like that is acclaimed as cool. Yeah, and it's a trend right now, and it's like let's hop on you know the fastest trend, and we see all these you know really young TikTokers or you know Instagram mm-hmm. models who are like I have an OnlyFans, blah blah blah, great, amazing, love it. But are you doing it because it's a trend? You really want to you know feel powerful in your body and make a following and make money or is it because you feel this pressure from society it's like if you got deemed 
the slut or skank once, you feel like you have to live it completely. You have to live up to it. It's also That's annoying to me because, like, I don't know. I think I'm a... I would say I'm a slut. But, like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? It's a word. But with right. a lot of people and the way that they say it in their tone of voice, it packs a fucking punch. But it's like men can go and, you know, have sex with hundreds of women and it's like they're a player or it's mm-hmm. cool or it's whatever. And then women do it and it's suddenly like they're sluts yeah. or they're influencers and they're sluts or like they're scandalous. Right. We just don't want those labels. We don't we want, want you to labels. do what you want to do without the label. And it's just frustrating because like, I think a lot of my life now is, you know, kind of owning the fact that I am very sexual and I am a woman and I'm educated. I like sex. Does that make me a bad person? No. No. Does it make people bad for coming with it? And like, who cares? Exactly. And I just feel like to shut people down for what they like or don't like is so unfair. If people want to post on their OnlyFans, does that make them a slut? No. No? How about we just let people do what they want? Have that actually be the end of it. It's like, you've got the OnlyFans photo, and that is the end of it. Like, leave her alone. Like, she's not giving you more than that. You know, like, that's it. Like, let it be that. You don't need to push someone beyond their boundaries. Exactly. And it just cracks me up that, you know, and it's not just men. Like, I can't even blame just men. There's plenty of women who go at other women and are like, you're a slut, you're a skank. And they feed into this society of, like, insulting people who want to be who are trying to understand their sexuality. Right, which is something we shouldn't do. It's like, let her be. But these are the same people that are following the people that they argue against and who are subscribing to their OnlyFans. And I'm like... The hypocrisy The hypocrisy is so obvious. Like, if you're that upset with someone, don't follow them. I think at the end of the day, what we've 100% said is like, do what you want to do. Protect yourself be aware, live your life 1000%, but like, just know like, hey, we're not saying it should be this way, but like, this is what could happen. If you get into a situation where you're manipulated or if you're already at a bad place, it's very difficult to get out. Mm -hmm. And so just like letting people know that it happens, human trafficking happens in this country and that it especially happens online and on the internet and on these very open, very public platforms like mm-hmm. Seeking Arrangements, OnlyFans, Instagram, people have been trafficked on. Like, it's just anywhere where you can kind of get someone to get intimate and share details of their life with you, like, they are at risk of, you know, like, it just doesn't matter how educated or how smart or how well raised you were. It could happen to anyone. And so I think no one's exempt. No one is exempt. So I think it's just a matter of just reminding people that at the end of the day, there are bigger issues than that girl that you deemed a slut on Instagram. You know, like there could be bigger issues at play. There's so many things that we discussed today. So I feel like so many things. Sex is going to keep moving on. Be aware of your surroundings. Know that like not every person that tells you you're beautiful online is a trusting human being. No. And the people that subscribe to your OnlyFans are not. 
the most caring people. Like, they're not caring about your well-being, and that's great. They want the product. That's great if it's helping people to be confident in their bodies and to make them feel better about themselves. That's what we want out of it. That's exactly what we want. But you have to know as a consumer of OnlyFans and singing arrangements or whatever it may be, that there are predators out there. And there's people that are just going to judge and not understand and add to this stigma of sex work. I do think that acceptance plays a huge role in this. I think when you look at somebody who may have been in the porn industry, like that's not all they are. That's not all they're going to be. Like don't cut anyone short. So like, it's my favorite when, like if you talk to a hedge fund manager, I'm like, Oh, is that all you are? Right. That's all you claim to be. Oh my God. No one just claims to be any one thing. We all have different, you have layers, you're diverse in yourself. Like you're not exactly, you are not just one thing. So like, do not write off these people because they had this one sexual, which has been deemed a problem, a problematic thing occur in their life. (laughs) I just know that that was a heavy sigh, if anyone was wondering, because I just know that, you know, we can try and educate both sides, but it's not going to be so easy. It's not fast. And so the main thing, I think, is just be aware that that, you know, is your identity that you're putting online, and there are bad people in this world, and you just have to be aware of life. You're... I wish that I could make it OnlyFans and I just became this like hot like sex symbol like Marilyn Monroe or Dita Von Teese or some like you know but unfortunately we don't live in a world where things go perfectly. I say this a lot when I talk about going into the acting industry like obviously people know that sex scenes are like a really common thing Mm -hmm. especially now it's like So if you go into a situation where you know that, like, a sex scene is part of the story, it's like, you need to go into that meeting and be like, here are my boundaries. Like, I will not do full nudity. Or, like, I will do only implied. It's like, I feel like that's the approach you need to walk into any content-based thing. It's like, hey, like, I'll do implied, I'll do crop, I'll do covering, like, the nips, you know, the, you know, but, like, I'll show my ass. Like, just know what you are comfortable with. And, like, before you start that, write down what your boundary is and be like... I think you hit, like, the nail on the head of just, like, creating boundaries. And I hope that you actually, like, make a podcast about, you know, the acting... Nudity. Type. Oh my god, it's a hot topic. I have never actually delved into that, and I feel like that's the main thing that people see on in the media. Right, it's like it's accessible. Scenes. It's accessible. It's right. free. It's you go to the theaters. And it's you there. Might see a tit. Right. Like, it's free, porn. and it's forever changing too. So. And so I'm very, I'm even curious on your end. You know, like what boundaries are set in that sense? Because that is, you're totally right. That is the key. We all need to start learning what our boundaries are. That's a conversation that I'll, and I, we could go on. I'm preaching to the to myself, my choir and myself when I'm like, I don't even know my own boundaries. Sometimes I'm still trying to learn them, and I feel like. You could be 70 years old and still trying to learn your boundaries. It's just a matter of really kind of trusting your gut and knowing if something 
is happening in your life and you feel this kind of gut feeling that something isn't right or you're not comfortable, get out of the situation. Mm -hmm. It's not right for you. It's not meant for you. And it's probably not good in any website that you go on. They don't have your best interests at heart, unfortunately. You have your best interests at heart. So set your own boundaries. Know that, like, what you want and what you need are the things that you know yourself. And other people aren't going to know that. And you have to just keep those parameters and keep those safety nets for yourself. It is so nice to hear you say that. And I'm, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I'm dying to know what is next for you. Like, what's the big moves? What's in the works? Like, we got to know. Oh, thank you, first of all, so much for having me, Marley. Oh and God, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please keep listening to Confessions of the Wannabe. Oh, my God, stop. Because, like, she's... We just want to inform people. We want to inform and educate and just, like, unite people, especially in a world that is so divided. And negative. um, I think what's next for me is, you know, just continuing to educate people on sexual health and sexual education. And you can totally follow me on Instagram, Nicole Taylor. Um, I don't keep, uh, you know, Twitter. I don't either. I try to be a little bit more um, conservative about my social media because of mental health issues. And absolutely just trying to keep, you know, in touch with my own Self And I really do kind of recommend that for a lot of other people, especially those who use social media so much. It's sometimes nice to disconnect. Um, But yeah, follow me. I think what's next is just continuing to educate people and to just kind of create a space that people can speak to and talk about their experiences with sexual anything. Right. Education, assault health, whatever, it all ties together. And so, you know, follow my social media, keep in touch. I love to hear, you know, different people's perspectives and stories. And I know everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. Sex, especially. So Mm -hmm. love to hear those. And hopefully, you know, soon we'll get somewhere. Yeah, I (laughs) think I know where it's going. We're going to promote it. So Nicole, I'm going to say again, Thank you so much for coming on and being so honest and so raw about like a risque topic. Like you're so bold and you know what guys like live your life. We want you to live your life to the best. Yes. And we love you and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey guys. Thank you guys so much again for listening. Obviously this is a very everyday changing topic. And I think just having the conversation and being a little bit more aware of these things is only just part of the progression. So thank you guys again. See you next week. (laughs) 